Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast of co-creating with God. I want to talk about self-mastery and all that that entails in regards to how you will accomplish that. Mm-hmm. How will you accomplish self-mastery? First off, let's talk about what self-mastery it is. Is right. It is master of oneself. It is mastering yourself in your emotions, in your spirituality, in your connection with others, in your connection to the universe, God, Buddha, Confucius, Jesus, Allah, whomever you choose to follow and thrive with, right? Now, if you are on this self-mastery journey, you're taking you're taking notes of self. I would like to think you are. You should be paying attention to how you respond to things, things that make you tick, things that make you upset, things that make you happy, things that make you flourish, things that make you grow, things that push you, things that push you down. How you respond to all of those things. Self-mastery is not a lightly taken journey. It's not something that you should be just playing checkers with. We're talking about mastering oneself. We're talking about understanding yourself in connection to this world, to other people, to the spiritual world. And your creations, your manifestations. How will you flourish them, continue them on to be long-lasting? Right? Is it just going to be things that you create for short-term? Are you creating things for long-term? And are they fulfilling to yourself? Are they helping you grow and elevate on to the next steps and chapters into life. That's how I view age. Age is chapters, not years. Chapters of your book, of your memoir, if you will. And what will your memoir say about you? Hmm? Up until this point, up until this chapter of your life from previous chapters, what will your memoir say about you? Will it say that you were a fighter? Will it say that you were a lover? Will it say that you are a hard worker, a lover of your family, friends, children? Hmm. Will it say that you're a nurturer? Will it say that you were a teacher? Will it say that you were knowledgeable in your field or in life? Will it say that you have aided others? Will it say that you were a despicable person and you treated no one well? It's interesting. uh, My parents have written out their obituaries and, you know, (laughs) in the family Zoom, it was just like, oh my God, you did what? Why would you do that? Uh, 
And then there were other family members who was like, that is just such an awesome idea. I should do that. I should never leave grieving family members to write my life story. People have their perceptions of what other people should be doing with their lives. But my question to you today is, Are you really concerned about what other people have to say? And if so, why is that? Why do we care? Why do we care what other people have to say about the way our life is lived? I, for one, do have an obituary written. Yes, I do. And I update it every year because every year there is accomplishments. Every year there is goals met. Every year... Family grows and things change, so so should your obituary. I mean, like if you don't, if your soul does not pass on in that year, <laughs> it should be updated, right? And in my updating of it, I realized, geez, Natasha, you've accomplished a lot. You know, um, and I'm sure a lot of us are just in this reflection period because of the type of year this has been. <laughs> But in updating my obituary about this year, I realized that I have accomplished a lot. Established a nonprofit, international travel, learned three languages. I've had two children who are now grown and, and, and walking into their own self mastery of life. college and road trips like really lived life and I wanted that pointed out in my obituary that I really lived life even if there were points where I didn't feel that I was or had and to me self-mastery is just that Being pleased in the steps that you have taken. Taking joy into the steps that you are going to further in life. Setting many goals and major goals along the way. Knocking them all out one by one like golf balls on the testing ramp, right? That is self-mastery, my friends. Chipping away at the negativity of yourself and pouring in as much positivity and love as you possibly can. And then passing that on to others. I've even over the, I want to say past five, six years, changed the way I argue. (laughs) <laughs> it 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 catches people off guard which is great because that's kind of what it's designed for but inst- if it it and it depends on the person that I'm having this disagreement with on how it is approached because the trick is to get them to pause in the tension and rethink their responses or their next step, right? So someone that is a voice raiser 
or, you know, a finger pointer, someone that's real aggressive in their disagreeing. Immediately, I use the term of endearment. Immediately. Immediately, immediately, immediately. Because we will not just yell and scream at each other. We, first of all, we want to understand what it is that we're disagreeing about, right? And a lot of times when you're screaming and yelling, you lose the course of the disagreement or what it was about. How many times have you screamed and yelled with someone and then it's like, what were we even arguing about? Why was this even up? Why was this even an issue? It is because you've let the anger take over the issue. It is because you've let the anger take control of the conversation. Anger should, no emotion should take control. That is self-mastery. No emotion should can take control when you're excited. Super excited about something and just want to you know, share. This is why when I have really good news, I always wait a day before I start sharing it. If I have really bad news, I always wait a day before I start sharing it, depending on how severe the the news is, obviously. Like, some things you can't hold because of the urgency of the issue. But there is a way to correct and adjust your choices along the way self-mastery is adjusting your perception self-mastery is adjusting your choices self-mastery is adjusting self To move through this world and connect with other people because that is a must as much as we would like to not <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that but a lot, a lot of us would rather not connect with people but you kind of have to you know I can guarantee it's part of your purpose at some, in some angle, way, shape, form, or fashion. We must serve the people. We must serve each other. We must touch each other. We must reach each other. But not at the expense of self. Mm-hmm. Not at the expense of losing yourself. Losing yourself in a group. Losing yourself in a Anything, losing yourself, because too much of anything can be a problem. Too much religion can be a problem. Too much gambling can be a problem. Too much alcohol can be a problem. Too much talking can be a problem. Too much reading can be a problem. Hmm. How is that, Natasha? Well, it depends on what you're reading. If you're only reading one subject matter, that could be a problem. See where I'm going with this? Balance is key in self-mastery. A balance of intake of information, a balance of sharing of yourself with others, a balance of everything in your self-mastery journey.
Listen, for more key points like this, join me on YouTube at Natasha's Jupiter Life. I would love to let you see mindful messages that I do. I do book reviews and we have book club discussions and things of that nature. Join me on our self-mastery journey. As we self-master ourselves with the support of one another. Be blessed and keep your joy.